Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, The Shout, the Voice, and the Trump of God. It shall be focused on a study of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for thy word. We thank thee for the promise of the rapture, the taking away of your bride. We look forward to that great day and know, Father, that no promise compares to this. Nothing of this world that's corruptible, which the scriptures teach us that they shall melt with fervent heat. And we look not, Lord, towards this for this earth for here we have no continuing city but we seek a city whose builder and maker is god we pray father may you help us to keep our eyes on the prize in the name of jesus christ we pray amen up next we shall listen to first thessalonians chapter 4 chapter 4 furthermore then we beseech you brethren and exhort you by the lord jesus that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please god so ye would abound more and more for ye know what commandments we gave you by the lord jesus for this is the will of god even your sanctification that ye should abstain from fornication that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor not in the lust of concupiscence even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and testified. For God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despiseth, despiseth not man, but God, who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed, ye do it toward all the brethren which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more, and that ye study to be quiet, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Up next... We shall listen to a sermon titled, The Rapture. This was preached in 1965 on December the 4th. We'll begin at paragraph 122 up to paragraph 176. I trust you find it to be a blessing. So now notice, Enoch, the type of the church. Here he's also typed in the seventh church age. Can you think of that? The seventh church age. Notice, at the sounding of... How many believe there have been seven messengers Amen. for the seven church? Oh, we all believe it. 
if we believe the Bible, if we don't believe the Bible, of course, we don't believe it. But there has been, now we're living in the seventh church age. And when the Bible said that this seventh church age, when the messenger of the seventh church age begins to sound his message, that the mysteries of all the things that's been twisted up down through the age would be revealed in that time. Here we see it. The Son of Man coming among his people and doing just exactly, confirming his message as he said he would do. Here we find it in this last age. Now, and the seven watches, like the seven watches, one come, he didn't come to first watch, second, third, fourth, but come in the seventh watch. That was Enoch, the seventh, which was translated, and Noah being a type of the remnant of Jews is to be carried over. Now, in the Bible times, talking about the watches, and nights were not divided into hours in the Bible time. Now, listen closely, because I'll hurry now, because they want the room. No, the Bible was not divided, or uh, the night was not divided in hours in the Bible time. It was divided in watches. There were three watches. Now, the first watch started at, from 9 until 12. The second watch started from 12 to 3. And the third watch of the night was counted from three to six. Now we got three, three threes, which is a nine in perfect number. Then we come back to the seven for the rapture, which will take place, I believe, between six and seven o'clock, or six and nine o'clock some morning. For the trumpet of the Lord shall sound on that bright and cloudless morning when the dead in Christ shall rise in the glory of his resurrection share. When his chosen ones shall gather to their homes beyond the sky, when the rose called up yonder, I'll be there. The word rapture in the Bible is not even used at all. We just put that word there. The Bible says, caught up. Amen. Being caught up. We read here in Second Thessalonians, or First Thessalonians, it is uh, uh, the order of this great rapture that will take place in the last days. Listen to this here. We're going to begin here with 13th verse. I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning those which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others that have no hope. For if we believe Christ died and rose again, even so them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For we say this unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord shall not prevent, or that word prevent means to hinder, those that are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend, now listen close, the Lord himself shall descend from the heavens with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Amen. Now I want you to notice a great thing taking place here now. Don't miss this thing. Now notice the word says here in Second Thessalonians that there's three things. Notice from the 13th to the 16th verse, there's three things that has to happen before the Lord himself appears. Quickly now so we can close. The first thing happens, notice, a shout, a voice, a trumpet. Let's read it now and see if that's right. See? For the Lord himself, 16th verse, shall descend from heaven with a shout and with a voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Three things happen, a voice, a shout, a voice, a trumpet. Has to happen before Jesus appears. Now, a shout. Jesus does all three of them when he's, 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 he's descending. A shout, what is a shout? It's the message. Amen. Going forth first, the living bread of life bringing forth the bride. Now, God has a way of doing things. And he never changes his policy. 
He never changes his He's an unchanging God. And Amos 3, 7, he said he would do nothing on the earth until first he revealed it to his servants, the prophets. And just as certain as he promised it, he'll do it. Now, we've come through the church ages, but we're promised in the last days, according to Malachi 4, that there would be a return again of prophet in the land. That's right. Notice his nature and what he would be like. He's always, uh, God uses that spirit five times. Once in Elijah, in Elisha, and John the Baptist, call out the church and the remnant of the Jews. Five times grace. J-E-S-U-S-F-A-I-T-H. And it's a number of grace. See? All right. Now remember, the message is promised. And when all these mysteries has been also bundled up by a bunch of Ecclesiastes, it will take a, a direct prophet from God to reveal it. And that's exactly what he promised to do. See? Now remember, the word of the Lord comes to the prophet. Not the theologian. The prophet. Uh, he is a reflector of God's word. He can't say nothing. He can't say his own thoughts. He can only speak what God reveals. Even to the prophet Balaam, when he was trying to be uh, soul, sell his rights, he said, how can any prophet say anything but what God puts in his mouth? It's a thing that God does that you can't say nothing else. Amen. And you're born that way no more than you could. If you could say, I, I, I can't open my eyes when you're looking. See, you can't. You can't reach your hand when you can. See, you can't be a dog when you're human. See, you're just made thus. And God has always... To, in the ages to Isaiah, Jeremiah, and all the Elijah and the ages gone by, when the ecclesiastical group would get everything all mixed up, he would send a prophet. Raise him up from nowhere. He'd belong to another situation and speak his word. Called off a scene and gone. This rugged man of the truth of God. And it's always the way you could tell him, he said, if there be one among you spiritual or prophet, now prophets... There's such a thing as gift of prophecy in a church, but a prophet is predestinated and foreordained for the hour. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now, if a prophecy goes for it, two or three has to sit and judge whether that's right or not before the church can receive it. But nobody sat before a prophet because he was, he was absolutely the Word of God. He was that Word in his day. See, God reflect. Now, God has promised to send us that again in the last days to bring that bride out of that ecclesiastical mess. And the only way it can be done. It'll never be done. The church can't receive Christ. We, the Pentecostals, we can't carry this message on in the condition the church is in today. How are we going to carry out the end time in the condition they're in today? On everyone against the other and everything else and ecclesiastically, oh, mercy. It's a mess. It's done gone into denominations and any time. I ask any historian to, to, to say different. Every time that a message went forth in the earth and when they organized it, it died right there. And Pentecost done the same thing as the altar. The Pentecost had come out, you assemblies of God. When your forefathers and mothers come out of them organizations back there in the old general council, shouted and praised God, and talked against those things, and you turned like a dog to its vomit and a hog to its water and done the same thing that they did. And now so ecclesiastically, you shut up your bowels of compassion. Amen. You have to have a fellowship card before you can even associate with your heart. You want this? God giving you a message like that, and instead of you going ahead and just keeping humble and going ahead, you had to turn loose and organize your group. Where are you all at? The same bucket. Right. Amen. 
And God's Spirit moving on. How the Lord will plant our water day and night. He ordained these things to be. And He must send this. The first thing comes when He starts descending from heaven. There's a shout. What is it? It's a message to get the people together. A message comes forth first. Now, life trimming time. Rise and trim your lamps. What watch was that? The seven. Got the six, the seven. Behold the bridegroom coming. Rise and trim your lamps. And they did. Some of them found they didn't even have any oil in their lamps. See? But it's lamp trimming time. It's Malachi 4 time. What you it's Luke 17. It's, it's Isaiah, all those prophecies that it can perfectly set in order for this day in the Scripture. We see it living right there. There's no... See these things happen. My dear brother, sister, when God in heaven knows I could die on this platform right now, you, you just ought to walk around a while. Uh, it's just... It's tremendous. When you see God come from the heavens, stand before groups of men and stand there and declare Himself just as He ever did. Amen. And that's the truth in this Bible open. Right? We're here. And the denominational system is dead. It's gone. It'll never rise again. It'll be burned. That's what you do with the husk on the field. Flee from it. Get into Christ. Don't say, I belong to Methodist. I belong to Baptist. I belong to Pentecostal. You get into Christ. And if you're in Christ, there's not a word written in here, but what you believe, I don't care what anybody else says. And then God makes that thing manifest because you, when He pours the Spirit upon the Word, what happens is like putting water on any other seed. It'll live. And it'll bring forth of its kind. You say, I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That don't mean that you're saved. Not by a long ways. Look here. You are a triune being. You are inside this little fellow here is a soul. The next is the spirit and next is the body. Now you got five senses in this body to contact your earthly home. They don't contact the rest of it. You got five senses of the spirit here. Love and conscience and so forth of that. But in here is where you live. Amen. That's what you are. Didn't Jesus say the rain falls on the just and the unjust? Put a cucklebur out here and a wheat out there and pour water on them and keep them under fertilized and things like that. Won't they both live by the same water? Sure. Well, what is it? One of them will bear a cucklebur because that's all he is. The cucklebur will raise his hands and shout that's the same as the wheat. Don't the Bible say in the last days there shall come false Christ? Not false Jesus now. False Christ, anointed ones. Falsely anointed to the Word. Denominational anointed, but not to the Word. Amen. For the Word will bear record of itself. Amen. It don't need nothing else. It'll bear record to itself. And there will come false anointed ones. You got my tape on that. And that anointed... Oh, if you call them and say, Oh, you, are you a Jesus? Oh, certainly not. They wouldn't stand for that. But when it comes to an... Oh, glory, I got the anointing, and it's a genuine anointing. Amen. Remember, Caiaphas had it too and prophesied. Amen. So did Balaam have it and prophesied. But that don't have anything to do with this inside unless that was God's seed, His gene from the beginning, predestinated, you're finished. I don't care how much you shout, speak with tongues, run, shout. That has nothing to do with it. A cuckleberry can count this as much as the interest of it. I've seen heathens raising, shouting, speaking tongues, and, and drink blood out of a human skull and calling the devil. See, so you don't, any of them sensations and things, forget it. It's your heart and that word, and that's Christ. It's breathing there and watch it make itself known just as it opens up like any other seed and declares itself for the age it's living in. Luther could bring nothing but spring. These others could bring these other things. We're in a wheat age now. Luther's genuine Luther's had to bring forth genuine Luther. Genuine Pentecost had to bring genuine Pentecost. It's all. But we're past that age and going on. You know the Catholic Church started out the Pentecostal? 
And if the Pentecostal churches stand 2,000 years, it would be worse shape than what Catholic is now. Amen. So exactly. I say it to my brother, my sisters, who I love, and God knows that. But remember, friends, I got to be too young to judgment. And that won't even be too long. I've got to bear record of what's the truth. When I went forth into the meetings with you, praying for the sick, it was fine. But when I come with a message, if any message goes forth, if it's a true message, if it's a true, genuine miracles of God and hangs right in that organization, you know it's not of God. Because that thing's already declared. Jesus went forth and healed the sick in order to catch the eyes of people. Then his message. That's right. That's right. It has to have something that God's going to introduce you to divine healing and miracles like that. Just catch the eyes of the people. The main heart of it is the message. That's what is what comes from in here. He's trying to get the favor of the people so they'll sit and listen to him. See? For there's some in there that's ordained to life. Some of the rain of wheat fell on the ground and the birds picked it up and others fell among storms and some was went on prepared ground, pre-prepared ground and brought forth. No, it's the first thing is the sounding, uh, the first thing is a trumpet and, uh, or the voice, a shout, then a voice and then a trumpet. Shout a messenger getting the people ready. The second is a voice of the resurrection. The same voice, that, a loud voice in St. John eleven thirty-eight and 44 that called Lazarus from the grave. Amen. Getting the bride together and then the resurrection of the dead. To be caught up with it. Watch the three things takes place. The next is what? Was a trumpet. A voice. A shout. A voice. A trumpet. Now the third thing is a trumpet. Which always at the feast of trumpets. Is calling the people to the feast. And that will be the bride's supper. The lamb's supper with the bride. In the sky. See? The first thing that comes forth is his message. Calling the bride together. The next thing is the resurrection of the sleeping bride, the, the one who died back in the other ages. They're caught together, and the trumpet, the feast, Amen. in the sky. Why, well, that's the thing that takes place, friend. We're right there, ready now. The only thing the church coming out has got to lay before the sun to ripen. The great combine will come by after a while. The wheat will be burned, the stalks, but the grain will be gathered into its garner. See, you're not blind people. You're, you're sensible people. And if I stood here and said those things for prejudice, I say it because it's life. Because I'm responsible to God for saying it. And I must say it. And my message all the time, knowing back there, under healing and so forth like that, was just to catch the people's attention. Knowing the message would come. And here it is in them seven seals open those mysteries and showing those things is what's happened. I didn't know it. But... This man standing right here now was standing right with me. When you all heard me preach that sermon, sirs, what time is it? That morning, exactly where it said it would be, there stood seven angels standing right there from heaven. And as they went up in that whirlwind, taking them up there, we stand and watch this went away. Science took the picture of it all the way across the nations down into Mexico. And there when I was watching one day when I started preaching these seven church ages, and I called Jack Moore, a great theologian, I said, Jack... Who is this person standing there? There's one like the Son of Man standing there, hair as white as wool. I said, he was a young man. How could he have hair as white as wool? He said, Brother Bram, that was his glorified body. That didn't ring the bell. But when I went in the room and started praying, he let me know what it was. See, I've always preached that he was deity, not just a man. He was God manifested in the flesh. God, the attribute of God, of love, the great attributes that come down displayed here on earth of God. Jesus was God's love which built a body that Jehovah himself lived in. 
He was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What God was, he manifested through that body. That body had to die so he could wash the bride with his, with his, uh, with his blood. And notice, not only is the bride washed, forgiven, but she's justified. Did you ever try the word justified to see what it means? Now, for instance, if Brother Green heard that I'd been drinking, I'd been doing bad things, then he found out that I didn't do it. Then he'd come say, I forgive you, Brother Bram. You forgive me? I never done it. What are you forgiving me about? See? But if I'm guilty, then I can be forgiven, but I'm still not just because I did it. But the word justified is though you never done it at all. Amen. Justified. And then the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us so from sin till it's put in the book of God's forgetfulness. He's the only one who can do it. We can't we can forgive but not forget. I could forgive you, but I always remember you've done these evil things. Then you're not just, you're forgiven. But in the sight of God, the bride is justified. She never done it in the first place. Amen. Standing there married to the virtuous Son of God. Never sinned in the first place. Why? She was foreordained. She was tripped into this. And now when she heard the truth and come forth, the blood cleansed her. And she stands there virtuous. No sin on her at all. Therefore, the message calls the bride together. See, the shout and the trumpet, the same one with a loud voice, he screamed out with that shout uh, and and voice and woke Lazarus. With a loud voice, he cried, Lazarus, come forth. See, and the voice wakes wakes up the sleeping bride, sleeping dead. And the trumpet, with the sound of the trumpet, and when it does, it calls always a trumpet called Israel to the Feast of the Trumpets, see, which was a Pentecostal feast, the great feast in the sky, and the Feast of the Trumpets. And now a trumpet denounced a calling together, calling to the feast. And now that is the, the uh, Lamb's Supper in the sky. Now watch, this assembling together and the bride, the Feast of the Trumpets, the wedding supper. We have seen it in types. Now watch just a moment before we close. Notice, We've seen it in types. Now, if you want to read in Matthew 18, 16, it says these three that bear record, see, and First John 5, 7, and so forth. Uh, three is always a witness. Is that right? It's a verification. Something that's right. Three witnesses bear in the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established. Now, notice we've had three witnesses. Three is a witness. Now, we've already had three raptures in the Old Testament. Did you know that? As a witness. Now, watch Enoch was one, Elijah was the other, and Jesus was the other. Jesus being the keystone now, he bare record, see, he was a keystone between the Old and New Testament because he had to first die and then rapture. He died, come to life, and walked around here with us, and then was raptured up because he was a keystone that tied the two together. After his resurrection and rapture, look, after he did that and proved that the Old Testament there, we all know Enoch was translated. We know Elijah was taken up by whirlwind. That right, a chair to fire. And Jesus died, buried, rose up, and lived here on earth, and then was raptured up. Amen. The keystone. There's three to bear record. Is that right? Now, there has been one rapture already passed. You know that? Let's, let's see if we can't read it right quick. Let's get Matthew, the 27th chapter. And let's get the, about the 45th verse of the Matthew, the uh, 27th chapter. Let's see if we can't get that right quick and see if, if we can't get just a little bit out of this would help us. Right quickly. 27 and 45, I believe I got wrote down here. 
Let's read. Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, Lemsman, which is to say, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood by uh, heard it and said, This man calls Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. The rest said, Let us see where Elias will come and save him. Jesus, when he, he had cried with a loud voice, yielded up uh, with a loud voice, loud voice, watch, when Jesus dying, screamed with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost, and behold, the veil of the temple was written twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks did rent, and the graves were open, and many of the bodies of saints that slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Amen. One rapture is past. Three is happening in the Old Testament. Of them prepared who the word of the Lord came to. See? The word of the Lord came to Enoch. The word of the Lord came to Elijah's prophet. See? The word of the Lord was Jesus. See? Watching the Old Testament, them Old Testament saints now, when this rapture first had taken place, notice verse 50, his loud voice awakened the Old Testament saints just exactly like the loud voice awakened Jesus, or awakened Lazarus. See? A loud voice awakened. And the second is fulfilled in Second Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. Let's just take a read. read it. We just read it a few minutes ago. See? I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning those that sleep, saw or not, even. That's First Thessalonians 4, 12 to 18. That, that will be the second rapture. The second rapture will be the catching away of the bride. Amen. The Old Testament saints has gone into his presence. Paradise done away. And... Uh, Old Testament saints to sit it up at his loud voice when he screamed to give up the ghost because why? The sacrifice, the propitiation of their sins that they'd waited on, believing that perfect lamb was coming, that offered the sacrifice to the lamb, and when he died and yielded up the ghost, he screamed with a loud voice, and the Old Testament saints awoke. Watch the shout and the voice over here, the same thing at his coming. See? Yielded up the ghost, and when he did, the sacrifice was perfect, and paradise emptied out. And the Old Testament saints came to the earth again, walked around on earth, and entered in with him at his rapture. David said, Lift up ye everlasting gates, and be ye lifted up. He led captive, captain, give gifts unto man. And the Old Testament saints went in with him. He said, Who is this king of righteousness, the Lord of glory, mighty and host? Mighty host. Here they come in marching. Jesus led captivity captive. Here he comes with the Old Testament saints and the winner of the new gates up there and said, Lift up ye everlasting gates and be ye lifted up and let the King of Glory come in. Amen. The voice come from the inside said, Who is the King of Glory? The Lord mighty in battle. The gates flew open and Jesus a conqueror led captive, captive. Them that have believed on him and the word had come to him. There are the Old Testament saints laying in there waiting. He led captive, captive. Ascended on high. Took the Old Testament saints and went in. There's one rapture already back. The next rapture takes place is Second Thessalonians for the church, the bride, to be resurrected, to be raptured into glory. We which are alive and remain, that's the bodies left on earth, will not prevent or hinder them which are asleep. For the trumpet of God shall sound first, and the dead in Christ shall rise. Amen. See? And we which are alive and remain shall caught up together with them. 
As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy word, and we pray may the words that we've heard today continue to change our nature from within. For You've told us in the Scripture that the worshiper once purged hath no desire for sin. So, Father, may You cleanse us and not only Lord empty us, but fill us. For you, the scriptures tell us that the unspirit, unclean spirit goeth out of a man and goes in dry places. And if it finds the house empty, it will bring seven more demons. And the, uh, the man will be much, much, much worse than he was in the beginning. So we, seven times worse. So we pray, Father, may you fill us and inhabit our lives and lead and reign and rule. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. The me you see is not the me I'll be in the resurrection. These hairs of gray will be gone away, a body of perfection. Secret going away